Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hockey Jersey Addicts, the podcast and support group for the addicted hockey jersey fan to talk twill, wool, acrylic, and polyester. Join us as we share what we've learned and uncovered about the game of hockey through collecting, restoring, customizing, and selling hockey jerseys. Around here, no jersey is too small or too big, too new or game-worn, too loud or too proud. We see everyone as equal and explore a diverse range of topics ongoing in the hockey community. We'll also dive into the vault with hockey history, trivia, and reminisce as much as possible about the grails we've got, the thrift store finds, and the watchlist wants. So put on some polyester, give us a listen, and if you like what you hear and want more, make sure to subscribe and follow us on your podcast station and social media of choice at Hockey Jersey Addicts. And remember, you miss 100% of the jerseys you don't collect. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. We have Terry Smith, designer of the Sharks logo, back on our program for another discussion on design diversity and the Sharks. And trust me, you're going to want to stick around. We are going through some old logos, some never heard stories before, as well as a sneak peek at some of the designs that Terry has recently released, including the design he did for Bauer for the Willie O'Ree skate and t-shirt that uh, the players are raving about. And the t-shirt has sold, it's sold out in all sizes, I think within the first 48 hours of being posted. So Terry's going to take us through those designs. And I understand this is a podcast, so it's like, I can't see anything, but I just want you guys to know that Basically, what Terry's doing is giving us his opinion and behind the, like in his in his own words, what the logo was, how it came about, and what he's working on, which is just fantastic. And Terry was on our show before. He was on talking about design and diversity and what he could do to use his design skills to kind of impact the hockey community. And this hockey skate is a perfect example of that coming to light. And Terry is also working on the March 20th special edition hockey jersey for diversity and inclusion night for the San Jose Sharks. And we not only get to hear about that from Terry, we get to see that from Terry. And um, I guess I can't tell you anything about it because it's not released yet, but My gosh, guys, I am so excited for you guys to see that jersey. It's incredible. So if you listen to our episode five with Terry, we're talking a lot about the origins behind the Sharks logo, more just if there's confirmed or denying any conspiracy theories going on with like hidden images in the logos and stuff. And it's really cool. It's Terry doesn't hold back. And in this episode, you know, Terry was more like, come on on, invite some other Sharks guys on. And I'll take you through some of the older logos, some um, other designs that I've done in the past. And you can ask me things that, you know, people haven't asked me about yet about the design process. So that's exactly what I did. I sit down with two Sharks jersey addicts. One is named Sonny, a.k.a. the Jersey Keeper, and Edward, a.k.a. NorCal.Jerseys. Sonny has over 500 jerseys, and at this point, I believe is probably too far gone to save. 
and I've tried to help by buying his jerseys, but then he just buys mine. So we're definitely at the PayPal friends and family stage of our relationship. Then there's Edward, who loves both Sharks jerseys and memorabilia, plus has been part of their marketing slash community outreach slash fan development team with the Sharks and their AHAL affiliate, the Barracudas. This winds up being an incredibly relevant talk when Terry starts tossing out the idea on how we could design more jerseys to raise more money for more good causes. And I'm happy to report since we've had this talk, um, we're moving forward and engaging in discussions with the San Jose Sharks. So it's very, very exciting. I have no idea where this is going to go, but Terry is a very inspiring person, as you'll find out. I also got to mention the last guest that I have on the panel is James. James is a Bay Area goalie. He grew up a baseball and hockey fan. Terry Smith designed baseball and basketball cards for Fleer. He knew about him without knowing about him his whole life, wearing teal in the Bay Area and going through baseball cards as a kid. So it's going to be really cool to have James on because he's just a gushing fan of his work who also just loves the fact that Terry's working on some more designs for the Sharks and has some really great questions for him. So really glad he was able to be a part of uh, the episode. Just want to thank all my guests and panel and of course Terry. Let's get into it. Enjoy the episode everyone and we'll be sure to release the footage on the diversity and inclusion jersey whenever we're allowed to do so. So thanks Terry. You're the best. Enjoy the episode, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, We're really appreciative of having you back on and spending more time with us. And uh, I try not to disappoint. I brought some friends with me wearing some teal so that we could get into it. So um, just thanks again for coming, Terry. Really appreciate well, again, it. Again, I, I apologize, guys. And if we have, like I said, we'll, we'll spend some time tonight. If you guys want to schedule another time and do it again, you know, by all means, Dan, do it again. But uh, uh, go ahead and get fire away. Okay. Whatever you want to know, uh, let me know and we'll go. I'll just, I'll answer questions or whatever you guys need. Awesome. I'll stay on as long as you need to make up for being so late. Well, well, I appreciate it. And that's what I was telling the guys before you hopped on is you're just a, a really easygoing guy and kind of open book, no pun intended. We definitely want to talk to you about that. Um, and also just to go around the room real quickly, just to kind of do a soft introduction here. James is a really big uh, design fan with goalie equipment, and he's a huge Sharks fan and just loves uh, everything about like the Sharks culture. Who who doesn't? Um, everyone kind of has that part in common. Uh, Edward is uh, working with some people in sharks organizations it sounds like he was doing some things with retail but he's also a huge jersey collector of sharks gear and knows a lot about um the history and iterations of the hockey jerseys and sunny um is kind of in that camp as well in terms of like a big hockey jersey collector really really prominently focused on uh the shark stuff too so he has a lot of love for your logo uh like the rest of us and is just um just probably somebody that knows too much about sharks logos but i think like all of us are kind of 
somewhat sick in the head that way. So um, I guess we're all in good company in that respect. So um, just wanted to say thanks. I know these guys are eager to talk to you as well. Um, and so yeah, what we can do too, again, I could share a screen, you know, cause I've got, you know, we've done got so much stuff over the last almost what 30 plus years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can always give you guys, uh, you know, sneak peeks or when we're talking about things, I may be able to pull up. I got some, you know, bunch of different hard drives here and stuff that have stuff to go back <laughs> 30 years. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. That, I'm sure that, you're not tired. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure you're not tired of talking about the sharks at all, Terry. Let, but, <laughs> you, know, it, you know, it's, it, it's funny, you know, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, again, what I do is so behind the scenes, you know, um, most, you know, uh, you know, very few people know who I am. It's not like I've, you know, even when I'm at game nobody knows who I am, <laughs> you know, and I don't publicize it and I'm just glad people enjoy it. And I have fun kind of being anonymous cause you, you know, you can walk around. I could be, I could be standing in the, you know, in the shark store and, you know, people would be standing there talking about something you just did and somebody's telling you how much they hate it. And the other person <laughs> telling you, you know, how it's like, they don't know who I am. They're just, you know, so it's kind of fun. But uh, when you mention that, I always have to kind of laugh because I do enjoy my anonymity because you tend to get the truth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Whether and you want to hear it or not, you get the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, that is definitely something I wanted to, like, mention because I know one of the things we talked about last time was like, hey, it would be awesome to get a sneak peek at stuff. And we did want to kind of do that with you. And also like all of these guys are under the impression that um, what we see, we're not going to be sharing out. And I mean, this is a podcast. We can't like visually show that stuff anyway. So um, we certainly don't know if you've done this with other people before, but um, you know, our take on this whole thing is like, we know a lot about the sharks from what we can read about and what we've, what we've talked about with you before. And, um, we, we, we want to pick your brain of just as a designer and stuff, but we also want the opportunity to take a look at some of the other stuff and just hear how and why it didn't make the cut or, um, why, yeah, I, what you think, yeah, you, you know, you and I've talked to him before, you know, so, you know, sometimes I, you know, cause I, obviously I'm in all, I was in all the meetings from, you know, day one. So, you know, I'm sure there's some things that I probably should be keeping to myself, but, you know, as we're talking here, I'll, I'll try to be my own filter from time to time and go, well, maybe shouldn't get into that one, you know, because okay. a lot of times when you're working on these things, you know, I've done enough of them over the years, you know, where uh, just to give you examples of, you know, uh, other logos and things that you do without being specific, you know, when you're working on stuff like this, you know, you never know who's going to make the decision. You know, we've done stuff for teams and, you know, it's an owner's mistress or it's it, it's an owner's kids or it's an ex-wife. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, uh, sometimes you'll get a group of owners that, you know, and now you've got, you know, six, you know, multimillionaires who are all used to getting their way. And you've got to find a way to go, hey, uh, you know, and they all have their opinions. Um and so you, you end up being half psychologist half the time and, <laughs> and, and half, you know, uh, you know, mediator and, you know, all kinds of stuff, um, you know, and, and the whole time from a design perspective, you're trying to lead them down the right path, you know, but sometimes, you know, you know, if the girlfriend likes pink and purple, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, don't you know it? <laughs> Something I wanted to ask Terry, if, 
because at, at the end of the day, you're just the designer, right? At the end of the day, it's it's the management, it's your client that really makes the final decision. So were there any times where maybe you thought a design was so cool, like you loved it so much that you just really pushed for and like, hey, this would look really nice. Like, I think you should really consider it. Were there, were there ever times like that? <laughs> I'm going to say that's every time. Uh, <laughs> and, and you guys, again, having done this a little bit, some of you know that, you know, we all have our little tricks, right? So you're gonna, you're not gonna, you know, when I'm doing this, we're not gonna present just one idea, right? So you gotta present, you know, maybe three or four. Uh, and sometimes they may even bring something to you that say, hey, we want something like this. And you can look at it and go in your head, right? You don't say it out loud, you go, that's never gonna work. Um, but what you try to do is you try to um, help them make what you think is the right decision. And so you will, uh, oftentimes try to set up your presentations, you know, so that you're, you lead them <laughs> hopefully to the right decision. Like I said, if, if the girlfriend likes pink and purple and you're going, I don't know if football guys are going to want to wear pink. Um, so how do you, you know, carefully, uh, craftfully, you know, show them some stuff and, and kind of move them in a direction that you think will, will work for them. Um, I do have maybe, a little bit of an advantage over time. And that is, you know, if you've created something that's made a ton of money, um, then all of a sudden you have credibility. And, you know, in the art world, and I always laugh because with what we do as designers, there are no right answers. You know, it's not like it's math, you know, it's not like one plus one equals two, you know, we're artists and we're talking about, you know, black, gray, white, does the grass always have to be green, right? Now, for most people, they're going to say, yeah, if there's grass, there should be green. And I'm going to say, well, it could be purple, it could be orange, it could be whatever. So there is no right answer in art. There is no right answer in design. But at the end of the day, let's put it this way. I know if something doesn't work and I was the designer, who's going to get the blame, mm. right? <laughs> it's not going to be the client. They're going to blame you. So from that standpoint, I always, you know, tell them, you know, I tell myself and I got to work with them, but I'd rather go down with something I believe in. Uh, and even if it doesn't work, okay. But it's like being a general manager or, or I should say being a coach. If the GM picks all your players and you lose and then you get fired, I'd be a little upset. <laughs> Let me pick my own players. Right. So yeah. in this particular case, you know, being a little long winded, but to answer that question, yeah, it happens all the time, you know, where, um, you'll create things and you'll think maybe they'll make the wrong decisions. So your choice is don't show them everything <laughs> or set it up so that when you're talking to them, um, you can show them something, but explain to them why you don't think that will work and why you think this okay. might work. But I tend to approach those conversations, not from a design perspective, but from a financial perspective. You know, I think this one's going to make you more money. And here's why um, they tend to listen to that more so than anything else, especially in sports. Nice. Yeah. Well, so Terry, uh, it's funny you mentioned about the uh, what will make you money, because I don't know if you've noticed, but the Sharks have made a lot of money off of me over the years. And I think they can thank you for that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, specifically, so talking about the Sharks today. Uh, well, so what I found out is when I found out that you were the creator of the, the original Sharks logo, um, 
I thought that's all it meant was that you helped to create the logo and that was it. But it turns out you also helped design the jersey. You were part of the, the process of designing the original jersey, the redesign. Um, so have the Sharks, I mean, have you been a part of every jersey redesign for the Sharks? Uh, like when they brought back the original heritage design, did you have input on that? Or was it just Adidas and the Sharks, their decision? Yeah, I, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, you'll get a little bit behind the scenes here. So in the beginning, yeah, we did everything for the first few, maybe three or four years. Um, after that, I really wasn't involved with them at all. You know, after after uh, the first uh, maybe two years, um, you know, uh, they ended up, you know, going another direction and doing other stuff. Um uh, there was a time I think Nike came in at that point because the jerseys uh, originally were done by uh, CCM. Uh, CCM, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then the Sharks got the contract, and uh, excuse me, the Sharks, the Nike got the contract, and so Nike did just they did everything. Um, when we first did the logos and all and the jerseys and all kind of stuff, there was no NHL properties. And so you guys know what that is today. NHL properties basically controls, it's the, it's the licensing arm of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also now control everything, what everything looks like, the jerseys, all that kind of stuff. But when we did that in the beginning, that didn't exist. Um, part of the reason that NHL properties exist today is because of the Sharks. Um, back then, again, each team got to keep the lion's share of the money they made on their stuff. The owners didn't split it like they did in the other leagues. Now, with uh, NHL properties, right, there's 32 teams, however many teams there are, 30, 32, um, they all split the revenue from all the money that comes in. But back then, the Sharks were raking it in, and no other teams got that money, right? So, you know, it kind of changed the game. But to get back to your question, uh, no. In the beginning, for the first couple years, yeah, we did everything for them. And then after that, they went their own way. Um, uh, you know, there were some issues with me and some of the people who were running it and there was nothing antagonistic or anything. It's just like, they were going a different direction. They got what they needed from me and they moved on. Um, when the gun family sold the team, um, and Greg Jameson and his group bought it, they sought me out and brought me back in. Okay. And so there was a period once they moved to San Jose, to that arena, after they'd been there for a year or so, that's when I came back in. And that's when some of the rebranding started. That's where the new logo was done, right. the new uniforms. And so for about another five year period, I was very involved, you know, um, anniversary logos, uniforms, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, uh, the change ownerships again. and you know so today you know again it's so it varies um the manufacturers like to take control now the leagues like to get control um it got to the point where there were some years uh like i said over the last I, i i have not been involved with them as much over the last i'd say probably six years or so um you know, and it's one of those things also, too, I'll let you know. And I may have told you this, Dan. I don't know if I did or not. But when we first did that Sharks logo, I never signed it over to them. Oh, really? I still own that logo for the first six or seven years of the franchise when it was wow. making all that money. <laughs> they finally came back and they realized it. And so now the league, right, because somebody was suing the league 
um, because everybody and their mother was coming out of the woodwork and saying they did the church design. And so there was somebody, there was a surf company back East that was suing them over the design saying that I stole it or, you know, they didn't know who I was. They're saying the shark stole it, blah, 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 all that stuff. And it was a joke, but it was at that time that the league realized that, Hey, you guys never did any paperwork with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those things where again, major dilemma. Do I basically hold them for ransom, which I could have, um, you know, but I didn't, um, you know, what I was hoping is I say, Hey, look, just give me season, just give me season tickets and we'll call it even. And we're good. And they didn't, they wouldn't do it. I said, wait, of all the money I've made you, all that kind of stuff, I'm not asking for anything. Just give me four season tickets so I can take my family to the games and, and we're done. They wouldn't do it. So that's when I kind of parted ways. I still signed it over. Um, you know, again, it's like one of those things where, hey, I knew what the intent was. And yeah, I could have been a jerk about it. And, you know, my family got money for the rest of their lives. But, you know, I, I just don't believe in that. I believe in you, you know, you're, you're um, you know, I worked for years with just my word, no contracts. If I can't trust somebody on their word, I don't want to work with them anyway. So I, I expect, you know, to be, do the same myself. That being said, that's where that split took place. Um, and when the new ownership group came in, they sought me out. And so I was able to work with those guys and they took good care of me. Um, you know, they gave, um, you know, I never asked for season tickets from them, but I didn't need to. If I wanted to go, I'd just call them. Um, a lot of times they would just call me and, you know, say, hey, Terry, you want to sit in the box and whatever. They took great care of my family and friends. Um, we never had any formal agreements or anything. Um, you know, I took care of them. They took care of me. And that's all, you know, I would expect. Um, and then the group, it got sold again. And they're now, there are a lot of, there are, you know, I was the only person who was doing all the design work for them. You know, now they've got a whole department that does all that stuff. Now all the uniforms and stuff, they get designed by the league. Um, the team will call me every now and then when they want, you know, when they go, Hey, can you do this for us? Um, and there've been times too, you know, and I've called them out on a, a few times where um, they've come out with something and they said, I designed it <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> and, you know, but sometimes, you know, again, what they want, and that's why I'm bringing this up because, as an artist, and since there is no right answer, when something comes out, you know, people don't know how to think about it. Is it good or is it not? You know, and, you know, a lot of these people don't, I, I believe, don't trust themselves to make the decision. It's like if you took your average person and you went into an art gallery and you're walking around and saying, okay, tell me which piece is the best. Well, there is no best in art. It's a personal thing. What do you like and what don't you like? And so I think part of it is, you know, people lose their jobs over creative decisions, whether it's a movie script or a failed logo or whatever it may be. So I think at times, you know, uh, you know, I would get calls that I felt were more like, well, if Terry says it's good, then it must be OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that at times, you know, um, the, the new group is never sure how to use me. Um, you know, we've always done stuff for them and it's always worked out pretty well. So. You know, I, I think, you know, if 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 history, if they look at, at what's gone on in the past, you know, anytime they need something, they should call me. You know, we've I always agree. taken care of them. We've <laughs> always done a good job and all that stuff. But, you know, quite honestly, a lot of the new people, they don't even know who I am. You know, there's a few 
Um, and so that's just kind of the way it's been. Um, they'll reach out from time to time. They've got it. Like I said, they've got a young design group in there now and, you know, they're trying new things and doing all kinds of stuff, but, and I don't want to step on their toes and, you know, so we'll see how they do, but they did call me recently and I'll share this with you guys, you know, at some point tonight, <clears throat> you know, how they do the, the kind of the warm up jerseys. Yeah. Uh, and then they auction them off. Mm -hmm. So I got a call from them, you know, this year and they said, Hey, <clears throat> will you do a, a jersey for us? And I said, yeah, I'll do that. I said, but I want my jersey. I said, if I do it, I want to have a message. I said, can I do, let me do the one for Black Lives Matter. I want to do something that talks about, you know, um, that goes toward that. Well, we've already got somebody doing that. <laughs> said, well, that's the one I really want to do. So anyway, they gave me one to do. And I, I called them back like a week later and said, I have a different idea. I said, let me, let me do something, since you have a Black Lives Matter one, let me do something different that has to do with, uh, you know, um, social justice, unity. Let me try something different. So tonight, at some point, I'll share a screen. I'll show you what I came up with. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> and that's one of the jerseys on the upcoming list, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Supposedly, this would be the one for, they gave me the date now. Because they have quite a few this year. Yeah, it's the one for it's the one to benefit um, the HIF, the housing uh, stuff. I, so I think it's like uh, mid March, I think is when it's scheduled. Um, yeah, we also too. I'll let you know too. I just finished doing. I'll share this with you too. I just finished doing something again that nobody's seen. This was for Bauer. Um, they reached out to me, and um, they're doing a special night in Boston. Uh, Willie O'Ree was the first black hockey player this is 1958 um and this was kind of fun they called me you know kind of out of the blue I, i'd been trying to work with the hockey diversity um situation um through the league uh, i think her name is kim davis with the runs it for the league um uh, there's the black uh what is it hockey diversity alliance mm -hmm. there's there about four mm -hmm. or five groups uh daniel i think talked about this a little bit before um, so they've all reached out to me in one way or another. And so I was going to try to do something. But through that, you know, Bauer reached out to me and, you know, hockey, you know, basketball and stuff, they've always, you know, do cool stuff with shoes. Um, Bauer just started doing some things with skates. So they asked me to design a special skate uh, for that night um, that the guys would wear on ice. Um and, uh, you know, a lot of the black players. So I was on with, uh, you know, Wayne Simmons and some of the other guys and talking to them, getting their thoughts and ideas. And so that was kind of fun. I had 48 hours to design a skate that Bauer was going to make. And then, you know, the guys are going to wear. So I'll share that with you tonight, too. But uh, right. so every now and then, like I said, it, it, stuff, weird stuff happens. Um, and again, the only reason these things are coming about is people like Dan, you know, during the pandemic. Um, I think that a lot of people had no programming and there were no sports. And so they were trying to figure out what to do. So, uh, I think, uh, last year I must've done, I don't know, maybe 10 interviews, um, with hockey Canada, with all these other people, you know, Dan was one, just different people reaching out. Like I said, they needed programming. So I used to laugh about it, but from that, I think all of a sudden a lot of people were going, Oh, so this guy, Okay. And so we're starting to get reached out. So I'm looking for some interesting opportunities and some of those are popping up. So it'd be fun. So again, as we go through tonight, just remind me to share the, 
the um, the warm up jersey and the uh, the Bauer skate project with you. Yeah, they're calling that the uh, diversity and inclusive uh, inclusion jersey uh, for March twentieth. Okay, the, look, you've already got it. Did yeah, they, diversity and inclusion. Sneak, yep. Sneak previews of it or. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, they didn't post. No, not for that one. They only posted uh, sneak previews of the Black History Month and the uh, 30th anniversary celebration so far. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then you're. Yeah, I wanted the Black. I wanted the Black History Month, but they'd already given that one away. So. Right. But when you see what I did, I think I think I I was able to sneak in what I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. And very. And cool. and I know that um, another player within the Sharks organization. I mean, first there's. Uh, Evander King with the Hockey Diversity Alliance. And then there's also Curtis Gabriel, who's within the San Jose Sharks organization, who's also had a little bit of history. Um, we were talking before you hopped on about how he's trying to raise awareness and do his part with advocacy by making some custom skates uh, as well. So I think these are really cool ways that we're starting to see how designers, but just in general, the leagues are taking a more visual approach to putting issues that are important literally in our faces. And I think that that's very important. So uh, yeah, I'm very, very glad to hear that you're a part of this. Yeah. And again, like I said, this isn't going to be a league initiative or league driven because, you know, again, I don't think the, the league is still figuring out yeah. what to do and how to do it. You know, so this is coming from a manufacturer. And, you know, I, I think, again, you look at what Nike, uh, Reebok, um, Under Armour, you look what they do in the NBA. Um, and again, as they do shoes, because people can walk around in them. You know, so one of the things that, you know, that I'm trying to do, push with Bauer and some of these guys say, hey, let me create, you know, some on ice looks for you, but then I'll let me design product. Because um, as you know, Dan, like I said, um, uh, you know, I, I design a lot of product. You know, whether it's the small stars or we build cars, I mean, I can make, you know, we design a lot of stuff that gets made. But what I'd like to do is start designing some shoes for people who like hockey that they can walk around and street in. Nice. That way, when we do stuff for the guys on ice, um, then that can translate, you know, onto shoes and things that they can wear around. I think I told you that one time we I did those special um if I was at my office, I would show them to you. I don't have any here at my office at the, at the house. Um, but for the Sharks 25th anniversary, I did um, special Converse for all the guys that I put in the locker. Um, I, I don't even know if I have a picture of it on my computer, but the, the guys loved them. They were very cool. But, you know, they wanted me to make more. I said, nah, they're just for you guys. Well, my family want that. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, when, when I'm at the office, we'll do this again. And when I'm at, I've got more stuff at the office um, and I can show you that stuff. I've also got jerseys and stuff, you know, that were never made. I've got all kinds of stuff. Oh, you know, really? Oh, you're making man. me sweat here, Terry. You're making <laughs> me sweat. I'm uh, whew, we're talking about Converse's and jerseys that nobody's ever seen before. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, again, I'm available. Guys, I'm available. <laughs> let me ask you this. Are you you guys aren't all in San Jose, though, right? Campbell, really? San Jose area. Oh, if you're all in San Jose, then, you know, what we do, even with COVID, like I said, I, I have a hideaway. I have a little hideaway office. It's in San Jose. It's a stone's throw from the airport. So, um, you know, we can definitely set up a time where you guys, you know, again, uh, even with the pandemic, like I said, the office, like I said, it's a little hideaway place. Um, I call it the bat cave. <laughs> there's no markings. Nobody knows. It's a very undescript building. But to get in, there's a roll up 
gate. So you, I, I have to know you're coming. I hit the roll up gate and then we can sneak upstairs to uh, an office space I have there. Um, you guys can mask up if it's still, you know, COVID and all that stuff. But, you know, you guys are welcome. And, and we could have a conversation in person around a table. The, the place is big enough where we can do our social distancing. But I've got a lot of stuff there, you yeah. know, jerseys and all kinds of stuff that from a design perspective, I'm sure you guys would enjoy looking at. So, you know, I'll, I'll let Dan set it up and, and then we can set up a time and then, we you know, we can do this face to face, too. Yeah, Dan, it sounds like you're gonna have to fly out here. So, uh, yeah. you know, book that ticket. <laughs> you know, I've I've needed all the excuses to go and and visit uh, San Francisco. This seems like a very good one on top of all the all the wonderful things I hear about the city. Said, well, you know, when the timing's right, when the timing's yeah. right, we can set it up. And if you want, if these guys are all local, then we can set it up, and then we can, you know, include you via Zoom. Well, you know, it's. <laughs> That, yeah, thanks, guys. That, that, <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for bringing us all together. How are you back yeah, in Denver? Yeah. Um, I think it's funny, too, how many times on this show it comes up like, hey, come to my back room or, hey, I want to go into my basement and show you my th-. And it's like, yeah, that's very that's very uh, common around here. And we love it. Um, yeah, well, let, let me put this with my, uh, you know, my basement, basically, you know, in the office, it's, you know, I think we had like two of those big old, you know, the big 40 foot containers that they drop onto the, you know, onto the ships when they're shipping stuff over and all that kind of stuff easily fill that stuff up, up oh, wow. you know, but I've got everything from hot old hockey sticks to, you know, baseball bats. I've got a whole football helmet collection. I've got there's jerseys and uniforms, NBA, <laughs> NHL, all the stuff we've designed from, you know, um, minor league baseball stuff, the high, the shark stuff, obviously. Um, but we've also done stuff for, you know, so many leagues that have folded. We also did mascots, you know, so there's mascot costumes. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's just on the sports side. Um, for you guys, uh, I don't know if you shared that with you, but for also for years, you know, I was an art director for video games. So, you know, uh, the God of War franchise for Sony, you know, I was flying down to Santa Monica. We did that. Uh, EA was a client and you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's all kinds of stuff at the office around, you know, video games and characters and that stuff. Um, we've also done stuff for toy companies, um, you know, movie studios. Um, so there's, you know, all kinds, there's movie props. There's, it's all kinds of crazy stuff there. So it's one of those things where people like to come and they just kind of look around <laughs> everywhere, um, yeah. but it's fun. But anyway, let me let you get back to the sharks. Uh, we'll set that up some other time. <clears throat> Very good. Was there was there anything in the in the logo design process um, that that maybe got cut that you still feel like maybe could have been a really interesting element that you might be able to talk about, or maybe something that uh, you know you really had to advocate for? Uh, you you talked about trying to lead the clients down the right path. Um, but was there anything that was like to you personally that that was wasn't included that you feel like uh, you know could could have been included? Uh, yeah, interesting question. You know, it, it's one of those things where when you the first thing was the name, right? So there were all kinds of names that were being you know tossed around and all that kind of stuff. Um, what the group that set up the team they were I think they were originally known just as Bay Area Hockey um, before they had a name. Um, and what they were trying to figure out is what do we call this team and what do we do? So I remember some of the names were like uh, uh, Tiger Sharks, uh, Blades. There were all these different names. So 
the one thing I don't like is when people pick esoteric names, the heat, um, the wild, um, you know, those things, because I always feel that from a fan perspective, or even, you know, we ended up doing the stealth for, you know, for the same group, the Sharks organization on that lacrosse team. But when you have those kind of names, it, it, I think it's hard for fans when they first hear the name, what do you think of? And so to get back to your question, the first thing, I just want to make sure they had a good name, something you could work with. So that was number one. Uh, number two was, and when they came up with Sharks, it was like, great name. But when you start thinking about it from a design perspective, what do you do with a shark? You know, and I, I often describe it as a, as a cigar with teeth. And so how do you give us, you know, a, a shark personality or a cigar with teeth personality? So when you think about a shark, you think about teeth and the dorsal fin. Usually the dorsal fin first and then teeth. Um, so what do you do with that? And so I think that was that kind of that initial challenge was, okay, what do we do with this? Um, the team was running a contest and all that kind of stuff. And again, for marketing reasons and a variety of things, they were doing something, you know, those types of things. But if you guys, you've probably seen the, the China Sharks logo in the old Cleveland Barons logo, which is the kind of cartoony shark. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, we, we tried a bunch of different directions. And then that, the group that was running everything started doing focus groups. And that cartoon shark was winning the focus groups by like a, uh, I think it was like a four to one margin or something like that. It, it, it maybe it was even more than that. Um, and, you know, part of me goes, okay, you know, I know that'll work, but is that the right choice? And, you know, it's a, but so a lot of times we came up, I try to come up with solutions. They're different, but I think they'll all work. So I think that cartoon shark probably would have worked, but, it wouldn't have the legs, obviously, that this one did. Um, I worked with uh, another couple of designers. I had a, a friend of mine named John Zelesnik, Um, And I, I, I credit him for pushing that design direction. Uh, there was another artist friend of mine named Pat Ho, who also, these guys were did stuff that was more angular and more stylized. Um, uh, uh, Doug Gray was another artist I worked with, former student of mine, and he was the one kind of pushing the cartoon direction, but that's what he does, comic books and that stuff. So one of the first things, you know, that I learned a long time ago was I try to take my ego out of it. And when we have projects like this, I like to, you know, like the work to be more collaborative. Yeah, somebody's got to make the decisions. I'll break the ties. I'll go back. I'll tweak it. I'll change it. But when you first get started, um, what, what path should you take? What direction should you go? Um, cause all you have is a name, but where do you go with that? <clears throat> I have my style and, and, you know, I'm more of a chameleon. I can do a bunch of different styles, but at the same time, I'm going to reach out to artists. I know who, who I think are pretty good. Um, but more importantly, they're, they're smart, they're clever, and they're going to think about the problem differently than I would. So to kind of slide back into your question, yeah, you know, sometimes the guys will come up with some stuff that I don't think of and I go, that's really cool. I think that could work. And then right away you start thinking, can I get this past the client? And then the second part now, when they start doing focus groups, which I hate, by the way, and we can talk about that later. But but now the, the these other people are going to make a decision. They're not designers. Um, they're not thinking about things. They're just going to react to what they like or don't like. So from that standpoint, it's always, it's always tricky. 
And then whenever you do a logo, especially in sports, I don't care what you do. Um, you know, I think you're lucky if 50% of the people like it and 50% of the people hate it. If you go back and read the original reviews for the Sharks logo, um, as much as it was selling and all that kind of stuff, the original reviews of that logo, uh, the league hated it. There's an article where they called it amateurish, uh, boring. Um, I mean, it, they, nobody liked it. But guess what? Nobody liked it, but people were buying it. So when I say nobody liked it, the powers that be didn't like it. We broke all the rules. We took your stick and we broke it. Um, we stylized some stuff. <clears throat> we created something that was, you know, not necessarily representative of an area, but we created some sell merchandise because that's what I do. Um, so, yeah, a lot of times I will come up with stuff that I, I think would work better. Um, the color is, is another area where we can talk about it because I still, even to this day, I know everybody loves the teal, but the original colors that I was, that I wanted to push for were, because uh, again, you're going to name the colors, right? This is Pacific teal, even though we've seen what, eight shades of Pacific teal over the <laughs> yeah. Um But, you know, I wanted to be blood red because what do you think of with a shark? Blood in the water, right? Yeah. So, you know, I wanted, so if you keep all the colors that they have, but it replaced the teal with the blood red, because I thought that the blood red would stand the test of time better. Um, now, that being said, nobody could have predicted, you know, how well the teal would have done. At the time, you also have to remember that none of the manufacturers were, were making teal. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, even if you go back to the early days, in the, you know, the first three or four years, you know, you'll see every shade of teal that you, in the book, because nobody was using it. So even the uniforms, the reason that they had to change the uniforms after a couple of years is the, the teal they ended up using for the uniforms was essentially a non-photo blue. So it didn't register well on TV. Mm -hmm. Now it didn't matter at the time because NHL didn't have a TV contract, but once they had a TV contract, all of a sudden these things became important. But the idea of blood red instead of teal, like I said, so that's still one of those things when you ask me that question, that's always the first thing that pops in my head. What if we had gone with the red? Now, we also know that if you do red in the Bay Area, when you think of red, well, who you think of? Niners. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's another reason just from a merchandising standpoint where, you know, you start to do the think of from a business side and go, even though I really, really wanted the red, we need to be different. Giants are black and orange. Raiders are black and red. Uh, Oakland A's green and gold. You know, so you just start thinking mm -hmm. Stanford's red, Cal's blue. You know, so you we have a, a very saturated sports market. And like I said, for me, it's still about kind of moving merchandise and doing something a little different. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the years, uh, even now, <clears throat> you know, if we start going through all the different logos and I take you through stuff, yeah, I definitely have some stuff I like that I think would work, um, you know, well. The Screaming Shark, as I'm looking at over uh, over your shoulder there at the New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that that was a design because when we're working on the new crest and new patches, um, I didn't want them to use that one, quite honestly. I thought we had better stuff. Uh, that logo was meant to be on a hat. And it was meant to be on a hat to test it. 
And like I said, here's a case where, where again, I'm not working as closely with the team. So I do a bunch of designs and the next thing I know, which I, I see something in the, some announcement that somebody sends me showing me the New Jersey and, you know, the, that the league is done. And there's my, what I call the screaming shark on the shoulder. Um, we had better remarks that I think would work better. And the main reason I say that from a design perspective, that shark and the shark that's on the front don't go together. And so you guys can look at that. And that was the hardest part when we started doing the new designs is trying to come up with design where the shark had his mouth open because our, the, the current shark that we had or the redesign of that shark, once you open the mouth, it doesn't look like a shark because we had created this very angular stylized shark that works when the teeth are closed and all that stuff. But if you take that head shape and you try to open the mouth, the shark, is, it's a triangle that we did on there. So it doesn't look like a shark. So the hardest part was trying to create an updated version of the shark where I could open his mouth and still have it feel like the old shark. And that's why the screaming one doesn't work. That was one of those early ones where I did it and go, now nah, this doesn't look like the San Jose shark. So now that I've said that, you'll go back and look at it and you go, yeah, okay, I think you're right. I see again, <laughs> nobody talked to me about it. It's like, uh, all of a sudden that one shows up on the, on the shoulder. It's like, no. And now when they pick that one, now I got to go back and try to fix it. And it's like, uh, so yeah, you'll, you'll, from a design perspective, you run into that. But, but like I said, I'll, I'll, at some point today I can pull up and there's just tons of stuff. Uh, same thing when it comes to jerseys, you know, we've done so many different jerseys. Um, and the one I really wanted to do, um, for their alternate black Jersey, you know, we did the designs, but then what will happen is then the league takes over and then they put their touch on it. So, you know, it's like mm, before I could, I used to be able to do it all, you know, and design it and then work with the league and say, okay, let's do this, let's do that. So for example, on the new jerseys, I know the material exists, all this stuff exists, but I had, um, on the numbers. So I, I'd done the Jersey. So it was all black. I, you know, I called it a, it's the stealth mode. Um, the sharks logo, I have one at the office cause we did a prototype and everybody sees it goes, Oh, this is cool. Um, but they didn't do that. So what, what it is, and I can show you, it doesn't, it looks cool in person. And the reason is because the white that is on, cause the current uh, black Jersey still has the sharks logo on it but it doesn't have the stealth version. I created So all the white ice that you see, the white triangle is all black. Okay. Um, the only yeah, thing- I'm wearing the stealth here is. Yeah. Yeah, see, so yeah, you know, all black, yeah. And then, well, what I had done though is I, I'd introduced another blue. So there was no white running around it like you see on yours. Right. There was like a, I created kind of like a fluorescent. Oh blue. yeah, yeah, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so everything was dark. And the only thing you saw was kind of the highlight of the shark. So imagine a shark in deep water, you would see the teeth, you'd see a highlight of them. And then for the, what I was most excited about was the, was the numbers. And the numbers, what I did was I created a, they were black, but what I did was I created a, um, they were circuits. So did them in a material where they would shimmer. So when the light hit them, you know how, when you look at a circuit board, you see the, Right. The, the circuit pattern. Is, is that what they ended up doing here on the sleeve? Yeah, they ended up, yeah, they ended up doing a puff ink. Oh, yeah. damn. I never knew that was in that jersey. Yeah. That is cool. 
Yeah, and in there, now, there's the SJ. Yep. Right. Yeah. Now, what we had done was all of that stuff was done was originally done out of a material so that when guys are skating around the ice, you would see the circuits shimmering <laughs> in the in the striping and, and in the numbers and stuff. And again, I know it can be done because I've done it before. But again, the league wanted to. This was something the guys there. They had this new puff thing they wanted to do, and you can't, like you said, you don't even know they're there. But it was, you know, so there was a lot of things that I had done on that jersey that would have been super cool, including we put also, I had the ability to put RFID tags in them so that when people bought the jerseys, when you put your phone up to it, and I can show you this at the office, then the player, we did it with the Joe Thornton jersey, and then the players could record messages and stuff. And so every time you put your phone on it, they'd record a new message, you know, either for every game or once a month or whatever. <laughs> now he's talking to you. So there was a lot of stuff I was doing in terms of technology, um, design, you know, all these things, materials, bringing it all together. And, and that's the kind of stuff they used to let me do. So I know I'm being long winded here, but that those are the things that are frustrating for me because I have ideas that I know fans would like that take it in a different direction that are super cool. And the old team used to let me do that. And like I said, I had very little contact with the new team. And so I'm not able to bring those types of things to, to the fans because I know they would they would love the stuff. You know, uh, Terry, before I want to see some of these designs and I, specifically, I want to see if uh, if you have a blood red version of the jersey that you're talking about, the original that you could show us like a picture or something. That would be awesome. But uh, real quick, just I mean, a real simple question. Out of all of the Sharks jerseys that have been worn on the ice that you had a hand in partially designing or fully designed, do you have a favorite? Um, yeah, you know, if I had to pick one, you know, I would say it would be probably um, probably the first the first year we did, we introduced the black jersey. And, oh, the, and the reason I say that is, yeah. you know, it's really it, it's it's super simple. You know, it, it's really clean. Um, super simple. Um, you know, the, the, just, just to give an example, remember the Jersey that had the, sh the shoulder, um, design in it, they the were shoulder blue yoke. and then they had the orange right. shoulders and, you know, oh, like, yeah. they were really busy and crazy. That's when yes. they first brought in that, uh, brought back that, that orange color. Right. Uh, Carnival. So, Carnival is yeah. what they call it. Well, <laughs> let me tell you when those came back, it's like, guys, that's not the right color. That's that, a. I know you wanted orange, but we were just you know. And the, the goal there was the original colors for the Sharks logo, which you have behind you, the same fit, is there's kind of a burnt orange in the stick. Mm -hmm. And so the original design, I said, okay, since we haven't really used that anywhere else in the jersey, let's just put. I'm going to just put it as like a little pinstripe, some you know, in a couple places. And what came back, right, was, you know that bright yellow orange hmm. and then they had on the show is uh, you know <laughs> now some people liked it but for me I, I like the jerseys that you know are just kind of clean and simple and even on the new black ones the idea there like i said you'll see that i'd done different stuff with the fins and all that kind of stuff i was going to basically knock it all back so it was like everything was black so like when you see a nice you know like a black car you know where they've done it you know and the rims are black and all kinds of and I just wanted to come in with accent colors here and there, and then special stuff, you know, that would shimmer. Um, and so the idea here of, of trying to come up with things like that, but I'd say of the jerseys, um, 
you know, that's probably the one that I like, just like I said, cause it was, it was super clean and super simple. Yeah. And literally when the guys went out there, like I said, everything was black, except I think the only thing on that Jersey, the numbers were white. And I think there's like a, a white and blue stripe. Yeah. Where, where the teal is here, it had, it has white and then a teal stripe in the middle. Is it, and yeah. that's the Jersey you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I said, so, you know, just those three stripes on each shoulder and everything else was, you know, super clean. So, yeah, I, I think that that's the probably one I would point to, except my new favorite would have been this new one that I was designing. Like I said, you have the version <laughs> that they did, but right. yeah, when you're at the office, it, it looks cool. Okay. It yeah. looks cool. I got to see that one. I believe there was a version that you showed on one of the Teal Town podcasts where yeah. it was completely blacked out. It was yeah. just black and teal as the two main colors and it looked sick. Yeah, it was, it was some some special. Yeah, and what I did, like I said, I introduced a a, a fluorescent teal, and and that's what you'll see um, when I show you the uh, what we did for Unity. Is there are ways? And when I designed that shark logo, I designed it so it can be multiple colors because it's it's essentially a two tone. So that's what you'll see on the new jersey, and that's what I did. For example, on the red jerseys, is the shark. I altered the colors of the shark a little bit. So that what you get is on that red jersey, um, the shark, what's teal on, on the red jersey is kind of like a, how would I describe it? It is a, a very, very warm gray. And so the shark looks more like a real shark. It's stylized, but since it's, you know, with the shark being teal, you know, for some people, you know, I, I saw some when we did the new logo, I'm not big on social media. I don't read any of it. I don't pay any attention because, you know, what all that's going to come out is even when we did the remake, um, you know, all my friends were calling me, have you seen this? You heard that people hate it and they don't like it. And they said, it looks like a Pokemon character. You know, you did all that. <laughs> stuff, right. And like I said, I always tell them, I go, guys, I don't read. I don't pay any attention. I said, there's only one thing that matters to me. And that is, you know, because the true measure for me is, are people buying it? Because if they're buying it, that means they want to wear it and they're rocking it. And their sales went up 80%. So that told me, go, you know what? Okay. Oh man, we got to plan it. We got to plan a visit to this, uh, to your back cave. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Or, or what we'll do, like I said, we can set up another one of these, but what I'll do is I'll, I'll go back and I'll find all those folders and, and I'll put them on one hard drive. And that way, you know, when we're sharing screen, I can bounce back and forth. Cause you got, you guys have to realize there are, there are hundreds and I'm digging out an old drive here. I'm plugging it in while I'm talking. <laughs> I probably have 60 folders of sharks designs over the last what, 30 years. So wow. you know, it, it, we're beyond hundreds of designs. There's thousands um, of which, you know, people have only seen a few. I, even in that book, I, I, you know, I, I didn't get into a lot of the crazy stuff. Yeah. And I, I want to mention that while you're pulling up these hard drives and stuff, uh, just for, I think even Edward was like leafing through pages earlier when you were talking about stuff. Cause I know I was too. Um, Terry's come out with this really awesome book called, uh, from Terry Smith creations. And, um, it's a sports edition. And it's, it's essentially a what I believe an incredible showcase of some of your uh, amazing work with illustrative art in in sport. And it talks. It, it shows some of 
your highlighted designs, some of your rejected designs, including some of the stuff you're going to show us right now. But I uh, like some really cool rejected art from the San Jose Sharks. So it is available through eBay. Well, here's what I'll do. Like I said, for those guys that don't have it, I'll, again, I'll just share screen real fast. Yeah. Uh, you have to you have to let me though. It says it's. Oh, still okay. Still. So you have to click click on the green button and. Uh, it says share screen and then there there's an advanced button so if you look at the bottom it says advanced mm -hmm. so after you click on share screen go to advanced and then you can hit a button that says anybody can share yeah if terry has over 60 folders of images we got to set up another podcast and we can just <laughs> just flip through it one by one and just soak in all the all the un, unused concept art because there's only about two or three pages in your book here in your catalog and i'm like if this is just a little snippet I mean, what more do you have? <laughs> I'd love to see. Did you find it, Dan? I might have. Oh, can yeah, you... you just did. I got it now, so okay. I can share. So what I'll do first, I'll, you know, again, I'll share. I can share the, I got a digital version of that booklet that you're showing them. So for, for you guys, again, I, I started more, you know, as an illustrator and, and painting. So if you were a card collector and all that kind of stuff, I was doing, you know, the ProVision line for FLIR. I created that for them back in 1991 stuff. So for eBay, uh, they had a card division. So that's what all this stuff is. It's basically just talking about, uh, you know, and showing a lot of the new paintings that I've been doing for the Small Stars brand that we put out. So sneak peek at their warm up. So this is what I was telling you in terms of if you go with. And so this was the design that you created for the upcoming March jersey, right? Yep. So this is wow. what, and I think this is what you're going to see. That's awesome. Oh, that was very cool. Now, so the, it, <clears throat> this is the one they end up going with. I, I did some other designs, but I'm just showing you kind of, you know, for time reasons, you know, and then I'm also going to do, you know, some kind of a limited edition print probably with it as well. So the people that buy those uniforms in the auction, they'll also get, um, I'm going to sign a number, you know, a certain amount of these. So I'd tell them if we're going to do this again, I want to do something where, you know, it's for a cause. And I know they weren't, you know, they weren't expecting anything like this, <laughs> you know. And so it's like, well, if I'm going to do this, I want to do something that's a little different. And I want to make a, a little bit more of a statement, but I want something that'd be kind of cool. And so, yeah. you know, this is oh, where... Oh, man, that is so cool. Yeah, you definitely did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be fun. Um, but I, I wanted something that people would talk about. So anyway, there's a sneak peek at that. Let me stop sharing. I'll pull up... Uh, that is so cool, man. I yeah. am so excited for that jersey. I also picked up how you found a way to... Oh, see, Dan, you always see things. You're always <laughs> going to be looking for stuff. Now, Dan, I'm not even going to tell you if I meant to do that or not. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sometimes, Dan, you're going to see things that not even there I didn't even think of. <laughs> and I'm not going to deny you your victory. Thank you. But I, I'm just... I just love how um, that looked, man. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, uh, I, I got some saving up to do cause I'll, I'll be putting some bids in on those for sure. Well, yeah. what, what I, what, here's what I'd like to do. And maybe you, Dan, you guys can start this for me is what I want to do is cause the, the reason for doing those and they auction them off for charity. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So what I wanted to do is say, okay, people can have, you know, have those for charity. 
but I'm going to tell the team, let's sell them all year long. Let me pick a couple of groups, uh, you know, Second Harvest Food Bank, um, some of the other organizations, and, and offer for sale all year long at an affordable price. And, and so you guys could maybe, you know, that's something you could do is start that movement. If they come out and go, Hey, if you really like it, get people behind it and say, let's, let's sell these year round, um, you know, for this season. And, you know, the proceeds go to, you know, I'll pick the causes, but the, right. you know, or, or, or we'll, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I think, cause right now what will happen is they'll only make, you know, the guys will wear them. They'll get auctioned off. And then they're done. Yeah. You'll never see the team has already come back to me and hit me up, you know, because like I said, I don't think they didn't know what to expect. And they said they want to use it. Hey, can we can you do those limited edition prints for another thing? And can we do this or can we do that? It's like, well, you know, I think we might raise more money, you know, by doing something like this. And if the fans, you know, you know, again, right now fans aren't showing up. So if we do something where, you know you can support the cause, show your support for the team and the community by doing this. And, you know, and basically just have the sharks or work with them to go, you know, all the proceeds go Mm -hmm. wherever, you know, once you pay for the cost of the jerseys, all the rest of the money goes to, to good causes. That's something the Vancouver Canucks are actually doing. They're doing their lunar, lunar new year warmups. And so the players are wearing them, they're auctioning them off for a good cause, but then they're also offering them retail for fans to buy. So that's definitely in the future if if we want to push that hard, definitely retail practice jerseys. Yeah, yeah. and it's becoming a movement, but and that's a good point is like there's starting to become more of a precedent for a retail version of a limited edition. But the other thing that I can tell you very confidently, Terry, is that through the jersey groups that we're all part of, um, there's always what we do and refer to as group buys, and those are significantly like significant purchases so there there's easily a precedent for i'd say at least 150 to 250 to maybe i, I don't even want to say how how many would sell but i know thousands what i would do dan is what i would do basically um you know is go let's do this um i'll show you the uh well I was going to get to some more. Remind, remind me that I need to tell you when I show you the Willie O'Ree stuff. Just mm-hmm. remind me, hey Terry, you were going to tell me something, and then okay. I'll back All right. into it. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to share screen again. Uh, this, uh, what I'm going to show you here, you just have to. Uh, no screen captures or no nothing at this stage, just because uh, <laughs> they, they, they want to do their. You know, Bauer wants to do their own. You know, oh, right. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but this is my part of my apology for being so darn late here. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I, I was hoping it was like a nice ask and not like. <laughs> wow. So, um, Bauer started to do some things. Um, oh my with, god! With skates, so this was something they had done for the team. You know, a, a U.S. team and, and another team, but what they were doing was again, doing stuff that was, you know, what I would say just kind of graphics. And I wanted to push the envelope. Um, I also wanted to do something that made more of a statement. So I had them send me these templates. Mm -hmm. 
I said, because I, I originally thought, oh, great, I get to cover the whole skate. And they came back and said, nah, you, we got to work here. Um, parts of the skate, uh, like these pieces here that I'm creating and other parts are done in China. And then they're shipped over to Bauer in Canada where they assemble them. And then ship them out to the guys from there. The guys have to skate on them to break them in before they're going to wear them on the ice. So when they contacted me, we, I literally, they, I had 48 hours. I had uh, Saturday and Sunday to come up with something. Uh, and so I got the templates from them before, and I asked them, give me everything that I can do. And they mm -hmm. said, they just gave me this part in the beginning. And I said, well, can I put something on the tongue? Uh, okay. You know, so I was, you know, if they would have let me put stuff on this, on the blade, I would have. But <laughs> <laughs> So here's kind of what I came up with. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. So broke, awesome. his, uh, broke his face into shapes. Um, that will be on the outside, because um, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like on the mock-up. But um, And then getting all the words and stuff on the inside, creating a special you know, logo and stuff for uh, the tongue, um, close-ups on all that stuff, um, you know, signature, all that kind of stuff. And then, I'll, like I said, I should have uh, something here. I also wanted to create, again, some some graphic elements, patches. I don't know if you saw, you can look it up afterwards. The NHL put out a, a Willie O'Ree patch. That they wore on the, on the helmets, yeah. Yeah, and it, go back and look at it. And, and I saw that and I went, oh, no, no, no. You can't do that for him. We need to do something better than that. So when you guys go back and look at it, you'll see why I reacted the way I did. And it's like, okay, let me do something that'll be a little cooler. And so again, trying to create patches. Now they came back to me and said I could only use so many colors. Okay. And so part of this was saying, okay, how do I go ahead and create this look for the skate? Um, originally what I created was like, it was like nine colors and I had to get it down to five. So that's mm -hmm. what part of this stuff is. Um, and so that's what all these, and then it's gonna go on these two skates, the Vapor and the Supreme. And then I threw this in for him a little bit to nice. say, hey, I want to do something different. So I'm going to stop sharing. I'm going to see. I'm going to find the render of the skates here. It is. This is unreleased stuff, right? This is super confidential. Yeah. Nobody's seen this stuff yet. That's incredible. Yeah. It looks I, really good, Terry. Well, yeah. you know, and then so what they did was they were going to do a uh, essentially a mock-up uh, so that you would see what the two skates would look like. Um, yeah, with the patch that you're talking about, Terry, they, they used a more current picture of uh, William. And I, I thought, I, I think what you're doing here with the original, you know, uh, roster photo is much yeah, more they, impactful. Yeah, what they did was, yeah, it's it's all gray. And then they just did kind of a black outline, you know. Um, right. But it, it's, it's, you know, it's awful. And all you needed to do was break the face into shapes, which is what we did. And then you you'd get a nice looking patch. So here are the renders that. of uh, uh, both the vapor and, <laughs> uh, you know, with the patch. So you can see what happened. Now, what they had to do is they came back and they told me, well, we got to take the Boston Bruin logo off because, you know, the, the guys are going to wear them around. The, the, a lot of the black uh, players are going to wear them. And um, if they're not in Boston or they're not playing for Boston, the league has some rules about having another team's logo on there and stuff. So... It's like, really? Um, you know, but anyway, this will give you an idea of what, you know, this is something to look forward to. So I'm going to 
try to see if they'll make up, you know, some extra skates and, and auction. Yeah. But that is uh, so cool. Well, That's the amazing. thing is, what I wanted to do was really different. So you can see what they had done before, right? Was like flags and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's do something that makes more of a statement. Mm-hmm. And also let's do something where, um, I want to see if we can create a trend where all of a sudden guys go, Hey, that's pretty cool. I want to make a statement and the, and the league will, you know, allow guys to wear custom skates. That's you know, it's like, only a that matter of time cool. now. So yeah, like our, baseball baseball yeah, has exactly. the uh, player appreciation week where they get to, you know, they put their nicknames on their Jersey and they can yeah. wear whatever cleats they want. And it's always so fun to just get a, get more of an insight into the personalities of the players. And you can, it's so funny that you can do that so much with a shoe uh, or a yeah. cleat. And, yeah, you uh, see it, you see it all the time in basketball, you yeah. know. Um, and so it's like, hey, let's do something. So then they liked it and they said, Hey, what can you do? Can we do can you do a shirt for us and stuff? So, and the reason I mentioned this to you, Dan, to remind me was if we did something with the jerseys, see what I want to do is come back and create kind of a collectible hang tag mm-hmm. that would go on it. And then what I do, if you guys bought them, I would do some kind of collectible hang tag that could also be art. And then I would sign and number each one. Neat. So basically, if you guys did this, I would make sure you guys had limited this in jerseys where, you know, they would, the tag would be signed. And if you wanted, I would sign the jersey. Gotcha. That, yeah. And, I mean, and then that, that way, just get more people to buy them for sure. Correct. And again, the money's all going for a good cause. And so what we would do is it was a way that maybe we could get some added value. Um, and then people could frame them if they wanted to wear them, you know, whatever, but people would have that option. So, you know, basically you can imagine if we did the jerseys, they would have some kind of hang tag like this, the hang tags would be signed and numbered and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we could do something where we could, you know, make more of a statement. If guys wanted jerseys, we could do that. If not, we could do it with shirts you know, where I would do something like this, you know, with that design on the front and then do some other stuff on the back and, you know, and do, you know, and then put the sharks logos on the sleeves, but using the colors that, you know, come from that. So I would design either a special shirt or special Jersey. Well, I'm on board. (laughs) (laughs) And then what I'd offered to do there here, same thing. What I would include with each of those is we do some kind of, you know, limited edition print like this, uh, G clay prints all signed numbered. So if you get a matching one that would go, you know, with your Jersey that you could put. So if you wanted to wear your Jersey, wear your Jersey and you could put this on the wall, if you wanted to frame them all together. You could. Very neat. And I mean, for you to want to have the ambition to see the league start making more custom skates for everyone is like a great forward thinking idea we were talking about how we'd love to see that in hockey before you jumped on about how other athletes are already able to express themselves that way. But you know, what I love about what you're saying too, is like, that's an idea. And then people could see your design and be like, Oh, actually that's not going to work. Like, look, that's the best they can do on a skate. Nothing's going to end up being good if anyone tries to do this themselves afterwards, but your design is so good. It's like, wait, that gives me so much potential and other ideas for so much. Like, I'm glad you were able to push the boundaries there with Bauer, not just use that wing blade part, but look at other concepts too. But that, thank you for showing us those things. Yeah, that was incredible. Absolutely. 
All right. Now we'll, we'll bounce back to the sharks. If you guys have a little, why don't we, we'll set a time limit. It's nine 37. How about we say we'll go till 10. How's that? Perfect. Perfect. Okay. okay. And then if you guys want to do it, if you guys want to do it again, we can. Uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. My, my jaw's been on the floor the last hour and a half. Here, I'm just looking for, uh, I'm looking for a. Uh, oh, a, wow. There it is. So oh, that's the tiger yeah. shark. This was one of the original, uh, you know, you can see the artwork here was done on uh, illustration board. This was one of the original concepts for before they went with teal, lime green and black with a tiger shark and uh wow <laughs> oh no wow way. that is something <laughs> oh yeah this, this this is awful it would have been terrible but you, you guys get a sense on you know when i tell you there's like all kinds of crazy stuff there's crazy stuff <laughs> yeah and like oh, I said, I'm one of those man. artists like I said I'm not I'm not afraid to show it because it's like no sometimes you do stuff that's just really bad. <laughs> that looks like that looks like a roller hockey, you know, like like in the, you know, it, 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 like very like you see a lot of roller hockey jerseys that are more loud and have those kind of, you know, shapes and elements to them, but uh yeah, it's just it's so cool to see, you know, from square one. Ooh. There's that red. I love that red. Well, again, this is looking at, you know, in the beginning when we're doing those explorations, if we're going to change it, what do we want to do? Do we want to introduce, you know, some of these other colors and try some just crazy stuff? It's like the... There's soap soap bubbles here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some... Uh, you know, it, like I said, I, I haven't looked at some of this stuff in years, so I'm, I'm laughing right along with you guys here. I've gone... <laughs> You also just shook my whole childhood and life because I've been so married to teal, and then I saw the black and the black and red logo with the, yeah. the more warm gray shark, and I'm, I'm just imagining my whole life just not being <laughs> married to teal. My closet, uh, my love for the team. Uh, you know, it's, it's really cool to see. Yeah, it, I, I used to laugh at people, you know, all the time because you know we've been doing this now for over 35 years, and most of the athletes that you meet, you know, are good guys and, and, you know, people that you meet that are famous or celebrities or what, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I'm not, I don't play that game. I'm not usually in there, but I, I usually will laugh until I tell a lot of people, sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes because they'll ruin your, <laughs> you, know, you know, you want to keep thinking about it one way. So in this right. case, my way of saying you know, maybe when you go to sleep tonight, you'll be able to block this stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting close to 10 o'clock here. No, so. I, I, I'm, yeah, I was going to say, like, we are so grateful for all the time that you've given us tonight. Oh, yeah. Definitely. For what you've shown us. Like, I, James, James isn't here only because his battery died. I know oh, he no. wanted to stay longer. <laughs> But that just test that's a testament to how long we were able to have you tonight and talk with you and just to just to hear your thought process as you go through this is so enlightening too. It's it's a new and and very appreciated way of being able to share your creative process with you. And I'm I'm I personally am very grateful. And I I know James wanted me to say that as well now that he's not on the call, but um I certainly want to 
I, I already look forward to the next time. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that that's something that you're, you're interested in doing with us. And I'm also very, very excited about how um, the, the power of the three of us on this call can help in some way now. Like you've given us something to do, which is really awesome to be able to think that maybe we can, in a, in a very positive way, like influence a new stage of um, fundraising and Jersey and design interest, I, I think is uh, a great feeling to to have right now too. So thank you for all of it. I really appreciate well, I think it. it. You know, let's see what happens with Bauer, you know, cause again, there's some, you know, we're talking about, you know, what I told him, I said, you know, just let me design the line, you know, that can be more, um, that can break outside of hockey and begin to introduce the sport and teams and all that kind of stuff to the, to the urban market. So that's another reason for that one design is, you know, you guys probably remember this, but you know, actually maybe you don't, you guys are a little younger than I am, but back like when MTV started back in the eighties, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, run DMC and the bands and stuff that started with that. We're all wearing hockey jerseys. Hockey jerseys were cool. Yeah. And you don't see it anymore. And so, you know, one of the things I want to do is see if we can't, you know, get, get, uh, you know, hockey back into urban fashion, you know, and that's part of the reason for creating that, you know, that one, you know, jersey that you saw there, you know, for the warm up is, you know, creating stuff that begins to merge hockey and urban and try to make it hip and cool again and create stuff that people want to wear, um, you know, whether it's shoes or jackets or whatever. Um, but I think that one of the things, you know, again, as we're talking, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff that I'm sure will, you know, will come up and, um, you know, we can address some of those things, you know, on another call, but I appreciate you guys taking the time for letting me be that late. <laughs> Glad I, you, you stayed on and, uh, it's been nice to meet all of you and, uh, you know, uh, we'll do it again whenever, you know, Dan wants to set it up, uh, you know, anytime guys, I don't mind. Absolutely. No, uh, all thanks to you, Terry. Uh, I, I mean, uh, this is as a, as a lifelong Sharks fan and, uh, I mean, it's just, I can't, I, I'm going to need tonight to process everything I just saw <laughs> and, 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 you know, being able to talk to you and I, yeah, definitely looking forward to doing it again. And eventually I'll uh, take you up on your offer and we'll uh, come down and check out the studio when, uh, when, uh, you know, the world permits. Yeah. I also want to see the stuff you guys are doing too. Because one of the other things that, that, you know, I've always tried to do is, is um, you know, none of us get anywhere in this world by ourselves. So, you know, along the way, you know, people have always helped me out um, and still do. So if you guys as designers, young designers and trying to get places, if I can help you out, let me know. When we get together, bring some of your stuff if you've got it. If you have websites or something, you know, let me know. Uh, I'll check it all out. And when we're talking, we can talk about your work as well. And and where you want to go. So maybe the next time we can do it is like, Hey, you guys can each tell me, you know, what's your dream job? You know, it's just a question I would ask you, you know, nice. and, and, and then try not to, you know, dump water on it when <laughs> <laughs> meaning, you know, there are a lot of people that will, will look and go, Hey, gosh, I wish I had your job. And I'd say, nah, you know, it's like being an actor or a musician <laughs> or a rock star. I go, yeah, it looks pretty good, but the real life is, is, it's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that's not so pretty and all that kind of stuff but if you love what you do and you're passionate about it then you know you put up with all that stuff and, and I love what I do and uh you know I'm passionate about it so I put up with all the headaches but uh, for what you guys might want to do 
love to see your work, share it with me. And we can have conversations about where you guys want to go. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. Thanks a bunch, Terry. This was like Sonny and Dan said, like amazing experience. Like not many people have the opportunity to, to pick the brain of someone like you and really get the behind the scenes. So it's, it's an awesome experience. Well, you, you guys, you flatter me, but I'm just like you guys, you know, you know, we, we have, we, you know, we have a passion kind of for design and for art. You know, I think all artists see the world a little differently. All, all of us see it a little differently, but you, there, there isn't a bigger thrill than, you know, than seeing your work out there and having people respond to it. Mm. And I know you guys feel the same way. And so, you know, if I can help you get there, do that. But, you know, don't look at me any differently. You saw a lot of really bad stuff tonight. That's why I was showing it to you. There's awful stuff there. We all do bad stuff. We get lucky every now and then. Um, but we can discuss philosophy and things like that. But just, you know, I'm glad you enjoy doing what you're doing. Keep doing it. And uh, I look forward to talking again and, and having a good time. Thank you, Terry. That was great. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Terry. All right, Dan. See you. Thanks for setting us up. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Talk to Bye. you guys later. All right. Hey, Terry. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.